0: Let us rise in body or in spirit, that we might call one another to worship this day. <clears throat> like the people who found hope in a manger,
1: Christmas Spirit, Holy Spirit, rest on us.
0: Like wise men traveling to see a new star,
1: Christmas Spirit, Holy Spirit, reveal
0: like Scrooge yelling from his bedroom window.
1: Christmas spirit, o Holy Spirit, guide
0: us. Great good news carrying spirit.
1: Rest on us as you did on singing.
0: Illuminating light bringing spirit.
1: You reveal to us as you
0: did to him. Holy, holy, holy Spirit. Guide us as you guided the wise long ago. Now I believe you may be seated, and it dawns on me that by having the gathering songs as the opening hymn, I've messed poor accolade up. So while we're getting our hymns started, the accolade may do her task. Um, carol sing, who wishes to call one out, or... Maisie. 36. 36. Oh, she wants to sing what we just heard. That might warm Noel up nicely, right? (laughs) First verse in the bleak midwinter. (laughs) 44. As we have gathered together, let us join together in the call to confession as it is printed in your bulletin this morning. Day or night, it is always the right time to come before God.
1: For God already knows what lies in our hearts.
0: Let us offer up our hopes yet unmet.
1: For for peace, for reconciliation, for
0: grace. Let us offer up the wrongs we have done. Our greed,
1: our our apathy, our meanness.
0: Let us offer up the good we have left undone.
1: Forgiving another, offering mercy, choosing compassion.
0: Let us offer God the whole of our hearts. Let us pray. Holy God. We confess all the broken resolutions of the past year. We confess all the times we tried to do better and failed. We also confess that at times we deliberately broke promises and simply didn't do what we set out to do. Forgive us of our iniquities. Help us to know that resolutions and promises are short sighted but rather to set our hearts on you change, change our hearts O God change our lives for God so that we might live for you and for others change us O God to set our ways on your ways so that we might know
1: the fullness of your life on this day in this upcoming year and in all times, in Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. God knows that we mess up and make mistakes. God knows who we are. And God continues to love us truly and deeply. So let us open our hearts to the grace of God that comes to us in Jesus Christ. In the knowledge that we have, that God came to earth to love us and to love us fully and richly. Let us share the love that we receive from God with one another. giving God we give thanks for all the ways you give to us help us to receive your gifts and to be conduits of giving to the world help us to respond in faith to every impulse of your love and may we share your love because we are called dedicate these gifts as we dedicate them to you. Amen. So the most important thing for the children's time this day is that you uh, are able to see the screen. And as we have only a few children, I will allow them to remain in their seats if they wish. Um, So this is a fun story version of Anna and Simeon, two of my favorite characters in Luke, and it comes right at the beginning of Luke to remind us that there's a man who responds to God's will and a woman who responds to God's will, one of the recurring themes in the Gospel of Luke. So listen now to this fun retelling and visualization of the
2: story of Simeon and Anna. So part of God's story is about Anna and Simeon. And it goes like this. For hundreds and hundreds of years, God had been promising his family, the Israelites, a rescuer and king. He told them that this rescuer would come as a baby and would be his very own son. People waited a long, long, long time for the Savior to come. Lots waited their whole lives. Well. When Jesus was finally born, there was a man living in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was especially excited for God's promised king because he loved God and followed him with his whole heart. He even got to talk to God through the Holy Spirit. Nowadays, anybody who follows Jesus gets to talk to the Holy Spirit any time. But before Jesus was born, the Holy Spirit only talked to some people and Simeon was one of them. Anyway, one of the things the Holy Spirit told Simeon was that the baby king would be born while Simeon was still alive. Since God had been promising the rescuer for hundreds of years, this was a big deal. Simeon would actually get to meet God's rescuer. He just didn't know when. On the night of Jesus' birth, angels appeared to shepherds and announced Jesus' arrival. They excitedly ran out, telling everyone they knew. (laughs) But remember, there weren't phones or internet back then, so not everyone knew that Jesus had been born, including Simeon. A little while after Jesus' birth, the Holy Spirit told Simeon to go to the temple. He may not have known why, but he obeyed anyway. Good thing he did, because while Simeon was at the temple, Mary and Joseph brought their new baby Jesus to the temple, too, to dedicate him to God. As soon as Simeon saw Mary and Joseph with Jesus, he knew who Jesus was. We don't know exactly how he knew, but he did. Simeon took Jesus in his arms and said, Lord, you are the king over all. Now let me, your servant, go in peace. That is what you promised. With my own eyes, I have seen what you have done to save your people. See, Simeon was getting pretty old, and meeting Jesus was the one thing he wanted in his life. Now that the Rescuer was here, he was ready to die in peace. There was someone else in the temple that day, a woman named Anna. For many years, she had stayed at the temple day and night worshiping God through fasting and prayer, and talking to God through the Holy Spirit, like Simeon. The Bible doesn't tell us exactly how long she'd been there, but by this time, she was 84 years old. She knew God well, and like Simeon, she had been waiting for the king God had promised. Sure enough, Anna came by just as Simeon was talking to Mary and Joseph. Immediately, she (laughs) praised God. The king was finally here, just as God promised. When Simeon and Anna met Jesus, they were overcome with joy. The Bible tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for. It is being sure of what we do not see. Simeon and Anna were sure that God had promised to send a rescuer. They were sure he was coming. And when they saw Jesus, they were sure the rescuer had arrived. All because they had faith that God keeps his promises. And that's the story of Anna and Simeon. So in case you missed it, here's the quick version. God promised a rescuer. People waited. Simeon waited a long time. He loved God. God said he'd meet Jesus. Simeon met Jesus. Meeting Jesus was all he had wanted. Anna loved God too. She was waiting for a rescuer. She met Jesus. Simeon and Anna had faith. God kept his promise. And that's a part of God's story.
0: Now for those who prefer a more traditional version of the story, listen to Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 40. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light to the Gentiles for revelation and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, this child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Let us pray. We ask you, O God, to help us to learn from Simeon and Anna, those people who were always in the temple and seeking to live in your way. Help us this day to listen and help us to hear beyond the words that I say through the words of our own hearts and the words which have been read to hear your way and your hopes for us in the transition of the year, amen. So we come to the last day of the year, the cusp of the new year. Already, you were greeting me with Happy New Year greetings. And the New Year's coming and the end of this year brings to mind a time for looking back and a time for looking ahead. We've watched a short, and I thought fun, and funny video on Simeon and Anna, which reminded us that Anna and Simeon did not just happen to be at the temple that day. They were there responding in faith. The story points to waiting for God's spirit to speak to us. And we, who have ministered together now these three years almost, have been listening to. So we ask, what do we wait for? And we get many different responses. And who do we recognize as part of God's word to us? It is the people of this community who speak the word of God to one another and who help one another to listen for the word of God. And so today, you welcome a new member and we celebrate with Karen this part of her faith journey. We celebrate with Karen and with Mike, the journey that led them to be together and to be here together in Pluckamen. We celebrate the journey. Now you all know that walking on a journey has been my image for faith, for my life, and for my work. That's why I choose a walking stick as the symbol of my interim journey with churches. And if you looked carefully at the video, Simeon had very good taste in walking (laughs) sticks. (laughs) Each time I arrive, the walking stick comes with me. And each time I come to the end of my ministry, the walking stick is there to show that I am about to walk on. It's a symbol of my traveling from place to place. And it's a symbol, too, of how we all can look at our lives. We were brought together for a time and that's the case with each person we meet in our lives. Whether we meet a person in childhood and keep them as a friend throughout all our lives, such a gift, or whether we meet a person and our lives seem to come together and go apart and come together and go apart again and again in many and different ways, or whether we have a chance conversation on a plane or on a bus that changes the way we think about or view the world. People come into our lives for a purpose. And sometimes they come and then go in our lives, but that does not lessen the impact they can have On our lives. C.S. Lewis wrote in his book, The Four Loves, in friendship we think we have chosen our peers. In reality, a few years difference in the dates of our births, a few more miles between houses, the choice of one university instead of another, The accident of a topic being raised or not raised at a first meeting. Any of these chances might have kept us apart. But for a Christian, there are, strictly speaking, no chances. A secret master of ceremonies has been at work. Christ, who said to his disciples, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, can truly say to every group of Christian friends, ye have not chosen one another, but I have chosen you for one another. The friendship is not a reward for our discriminating and good taste in finding one another out. It is the instrument by which God reveals to each of us the beauties of the others. So we do not find one another, we are brought together. That is perhaps what we are celebrating this week. The experiences of the year that God has brought to us, the friends whom we have come to know, the lives that have become so intertwined with our own lives that we cannot imagine our own lives without them. Who are those people? Do you think of them tonight? Will you celebrate them and celebrate with them tonight? Will you reach out to them today or tomorrow and thank them for being a part of your life and give thanks to God for each one connected to you? How has God brought you to this place? How did you come today? What were you waiting for or seeking to find? Simeon and Anna waited for something. Well, actually, they waited for someone. They were ready and waiting for the Messiah. They spent years and years at the temple, worshiping, praying, fasting, and hoping. They were not sure exactly what they would see when they found the Messiah, but they trusted and hoped. And they trusted and hoped that they would know when they found what they were looking for. They kept on keeping on and watched and waited and trusted God for decades. Then one day, a young couple came with a tiny baby, just days old, and they realized, they recognized that they were seeing what they had been waiting for. Simeon even proclaims that he is now ready to die because he has seen what they hoped for for so long. And then he speaks to Mary about the difficult times ahead. The fruition of our hopes and dreams does not mean there are not difficult times ahead. And Anna recognizes something in the baby as well. And she begins to praise God and speak about the child to everyone who has been looking for redemption. Seeing the reality of God's presence in that tiny baby means she can speak of it to others. Anna and Simeon, are those who experienced God's presence and shared it with others. They told the truth about what they saw and what they knew of God's activity in their lives. They have a deeper sense of God's presence, and they see God working out salvation in the midst of their own lives. They see God bringing light to all the peoples, and they seek to share that light with others. May we spend our new year sharing that light with the world. Amen.